Hey, Charles Barkley here. Head on over to LordInWonderland.com and check out Phoenix West books, man. They're pretty good. You should check out uh, Full Circle or, or even better, the comedy book, 100 Things That Are Burned in Hell. I wasn't really supposed to say hell because that's against my beliefs, but I was in total of the book, so I went ahead and said it for him. Uh, they're all $5 for your computer and your Kindle. If you go to Amazon.com, they're also there. You can check them out there. And uh, go ch- they're, good sh- they're good shit, so go ahead and read them, you know. I, I never read them, but he said they're good, so go ahead and do it. Phoenix West, the Twilight Zone episode review show. Welcome to the Twilight Zone episode review show with Phoenix West. Coincidentally, I'm Phoenix West. So welcome to the Twilight Zone episode review show with Phoenix West. I could keep going for hours with that little circle, but I won't. I'll go ahead and move it along. Um, As Charles Barkley said, go to LordyWonderland.com. They are pretty good shows there. Pretty good books there. And some other weird shit that I put on there. But moving on, I'm not going to spend so much time on that. We'll keep this a short one. I watched uh, episode 107, The Lonely. Um, This stars Jack Warden as James A. Corey. Corey. Or as the robot usually says, Corey. A lot of weird pronunciations in this episode. This is what I would call future fear, I guess. Or future irony. It would be irony if the ending was different, but it's more fear. Um, Let's see. This one's real simple. I don't have to explain a whole lot. Um, Jack Corey, played by Jack Warden, who I know primarily from the movie Dirty Work with uh, Norm MacDonald. Oh, hey. That's a terrible impression. I was going to go there, but I stopped myself mid-word. Um... Yeah, I, I like him in that movie. He plays his dad. And, uh, well, spoiler alert, he plays uh, several people in the movie's dad. I don't want to spoil it. Um, but, yeah, I know him from that. And he's, But he's a Twilight Zone actor, so I love him. And uh, in this one, he plays a guy sentenced to 50 years on an asteroid. Terrible, tragic. And uh, the episode, they're like, oh, this is, this, is, this is some terrible punishment. You shouldn't be here. Shouldn't be here, Corey. What's his fucking name? I'll get there. But he's on an asteroid nine million miles from Earth. And then, so he's just floating through space on an asteroid. They don't say how fast it's moving, but, or if it's moving away from Earth, which means each time they bring him supplies, they have to go further. This is very, very inefficient and incredibly expensive to keep a prisoner alive. And in the episode, they're like, I don't know why they don't move you back to Earth like they used to. This is very cruel punishment. Very ironic. They don't say that, but I inferred that. So they basically even say in the episode, this is a stupid idea. Nobody would ever do this. But hey, we wrote an episode, so it's happening. Because if you were really to put a person on an asteroid, you would have to create some sort of thing where, like, here, you make your water here, and then here's where you make your food. Good luck. We're never going to see you again. Because going there every quarter, so every three months is going there, 
You're spending an insane amount of money in a rocket ship fuel. Your crew, who's making a shit ton of money. Captain Allenby's got to be ranking in the dough. With that mustache, he's got to be getting the poon, too. So he's fucking expensive, is what I'm trying to say. Like, keeping one guy alive is like billions of dollars a year. It's just not worth it. Um, but Corey's there, and he's he's by himself in this basically what is Death Valley, which is literally what it was. There's so many episodes that are recorded in Death Valley. It's what I was saying, like, first episode with the desert. They record so many episodes in Death Valley. It's half the show, I swear. And this one has a several, several things I love about the Twilight Zone, and that is guys yelling like crazy, um, sweaty actors in the desert, um, and then really ironic twists for no reason. So they, he's stuck there, and then they visit him every quarter, and then Captain Allen B is this real cool dude, the only one who treats him like a fucking human. Everyone else treats him like a total piece of shit. Alan B has to work with these fucking assholes every single time. It's the same guys, but they are so shitty. It's like a porn stash in Orange is the New Black. They, they treat this prisoner like dog shit. They're just like, yeah, it sucks if you didn't get a pardon. That'd be great if you did. How would, you, would you think you did? And he's like, yeah, did I get the pardon? They're like, no, nah, no luck. No luck, Corey, sorry. Like they set him up so they can just give him bad news over and over. Like some real pricks, you know, real pricks. But, uh, yeah, this they give him a car parts, and he kind of explains that he built a car there. I didn't see any tools, but whatever. I wouldn't know what to do. If you brought me all the car parts, unless you had, like, book upon book of how to build it, I would literally stare at that and go, man, that'd be cool. <sighs> no gas. I don't know why they brought him a car is what I'm trying to say. I don't, I don't I don't know why they brought him a car with no gas. He can't go anywhere in it. He wouldn't want to go anywhere in it because it looks very, very treacherous outside of that little shack he's living in. So the car is useless and it just taunts him more. And then uh, Alan B's like, hey, by the way, we're going to drop off this car. And, uh, or no, sorry, that already happened. He's like, hey, we're going to drop some shit off. We can only be here 15 minutes. And the Corey's like, oh, come on, dude, come on, 15 minutes. I'll suck your dick. I'll suck all four dicks, all three of your dicks, whatever, wherever many people there are. I'll suck all the dicks, and you guys stay. And Alan B is like, dude, if we stay, we got to stay for 15 more days. That's the next time we'll be in trajectory. Whatever. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I don't know what that means because it seems like you can just take off whatever you want from an asteroid because it's in movement. So whatever. But it seems like you can just take off whenever you want. I don't know what the fuck the 15 days was. But he's like, I'll play cards. I'll play cards. And they're like, no, I can't. And then he drops off this thing. And he doesn't tell the other guys what it is, LMB. And then LMB's like, hey, so just read that. Open it after we're out of you know, eyesight. I don't want the other guys to see this. And he does kind of that. They're just getting into the ship, and he opens it up. And then he looks over, and it's this fucking sexy, sexy robot. Robot, as they say. This is 1959, this episode. I don't think I said that yet. Uh, November 13th, 1959. So we're getting to the 60s. But he's like, what am I supposed to do with a robot? And they keep saying a robot. And I love it. I love the way they said shit and how much fear they had when they said it. And this fucking robot talks. It's it's not an attractive lady. It's just a not ugly lady, pretty much. It's the... It's 
it's weird. It's kind of matronly, but also kind of sexy. Like, it could have been sexy, but instead it was like this weird Italian mother type figure. It's this weird, odd choice. Um, But he explains it Alan before he leaves. He's like, I forgot to get this. I'm going back. He's like, I killed in self-defense. I killed in self-defense. And Alan like, I know. I know, damn it, Corey. I know. Nothing I can do about it, though. So I'll let you know what happens. And then we come back, cut back later. And then uh, he's really, really bonding with this robot. After he, he basically, like, speaking of Italians, he basically Italian wife's it, where he, he's like, you don't have feelings, do you? And, it's, and the robot's, the robot is like, my name is Alicia. Alicia. My name is Alicia. What is yours? And he's like, I think she's supposed to be saying Alicia because he everyone else says Alicia, but she's sure shit saying Alicia. Um, and Jack Warren is so fucking New York. He's like, he's Alicia. It's Alicia. She's a human. She's supposed to look like a human. She's supposed to sound like a human. I'm like, it, it's human. It's got an H in it, dude. Just say the H and you'll be better off. We'll all be better off. The New York H thing really bothers me. It's not a uh, it's an H. It's this it's a it's a real soft sound and they make it so aggressive. Uh, like it's so weird. It's beyond explanation. Anyway, um he he becomes friends with this bot after he, you know, shoves it down in the sand. He's like, you don't feel shit. You don't feel anything. And it's like I do and it's all teary. So then he straight up fucks it, pretty much. They don't say it or show it, you know. But if, hey, if you showed up and I was, like, hugging on the lamp, I'm like, oh, lamp, you're the one for me. You keep me company. You don't make me lonely. Oh, lamp. And then I went to bed with lamp, a lamp, just a random lamp. You would assume I fucked a lamp, right? At some point, you would picture me with my dick in the lamp or the lamp in me, either way. But this thing has a, I assume it has a working vagina. And he sure, sure has a working cock. So you put those two things together, and what do you have? Um, a, a hell of an assumption on my part, pretty much. They, they fuck. They fuck like crazy. Him and Alicia, they fuck. Corey, Corey, as she says. She has a weird accent, this actress. Jean Marsh. I'm going to see if she's from somewhere else,ville. Um, yeah, she's from England. That's That explains a lot. She's a leisher, and she's in love with Curry. Um, or as I would say here in America, she's Alicia, and she likes Corey. Um, but then later on, oh, first of all, sorry, this will be a real short episode, actually, because it moves pretty quickly, and there's not much to say about it, really. She, uh, uh no. Oh, where am I going with this? Oh, uh, 1959. Robots, real big fear of androids. These, these not not robots, but the people who wrote this, or actors, or someone does, because it's like you don't have feelings. Like you, you're trying to trick me. You're trying to trick me. They put this flesh over you. you you're all gears and metal and blah, blah. And it's like really, really scary to them. The idea of androids. In replacing humans and shit like that. Like, it really bothered them. You can tell. A lot of Twilight... There's a handful of Twilight and episodes that are kind of about this. Like, you know, human beings' fear of being replaced. As if that would happen immediately out the gate. It's kind of like... It's so far off. 
that if it were possible, just go ahead and don't worry about it. You know, just let it let nature take its course before you go ahead and freak the fuck out about everything about it. It's like a Let's, let's narrow this down. Do a micro version. Um, plant like put a seed in the ground, and then be like, "Where's my fucking apples?" Like the you just put the seed in the ground. Like you got to go ahead and wait. This is a good version of what I was saying. The, the, the optimistic version. It's like you literally just put the seed in the ground. It's not going to go ahead and spew more apples forth. It's going to have to grow into a tree, and then a tree will, you know, produce apples eventually. We're talking way down the line, though. Like it's. It's so nonsense, immediate nonsense, that they're, like, so aggressively against it from the get-go. Um, but this leads to him getting attached to her because, obviously, uh, pussy wins all. It's like a big fish net. A big... It reminds me of Archer. Um, the vagina in the sink thing. It's like that. Um, but this movie kind of reminded me of Moon. Uh, the Sam Rockwell movie, where he's stuck on the moon, obviously. Or, uh, spoiler alert for Breaking Bad. Spoiler alert. Hit the uh, fast-forward 15 seconds button here for to avoid the spoiler for Breaking Bad. Okay, ready? So, it reminds me of the the last couple episodes where he's in the cabin in, in the, the snow, and he's stuck there, and he has to... Uh, Forrest, Robert Forrester has to bring him shit every once in a while. And it reminds me of that. He's, like, so lonely. Anyway, spoiler over. Um, yeah, it reminds me of those two things. And um, they come back. Eventually, Allenby comes back. And he's, like, they're on a hurry. They're like, we got 20 minutes. We got to hurry. He's, like, what? He's, like, you got pardoned, Corey. You got pardoned. Well, we got all these other prisoners, so you can only bring 15 pounds of stuff. So let's go. And Corey's, like, oh, pardoned. Pardoned? That's great. I'm in such a... Hurry, such a hurry. My art is broken. That's so great. And other H words. I don't know how people from New York say the letter H. <laughs> I don't know how they say it, you know, because they can't say it in words, so how do they say it separately? Weird. Um, it's like when Mexicans say, I don't know, New, New York Yankees. You're like, New York Yankees, that's what it is. And you're like, well, you just said well, you just said it right the one time, and then for some reason the other time it's the same letter, and you butchered it completely. It's really confusing, and it hurts my yard. Um, it's weird. I don't. So they they're like fifteen minutes or twenty minutes, and you got to get you get fifteen pounds of stuff. And he's like, all I have is a pencil and paper, and he's like, so let's go ahead and grab Alicia, and we'll head out of here. And he's like, oh, I forgot about Alicia. God damn it! And the other guys, those dickheads, are like, what are you talking about? And he's like, it's a robot. A robot. I brought a robot. Damn it! I brought that robot, and he's attached to it. Like a robot, sir. And he's like, yeah, I brought a robot. And he just keeps saying it over and over. And then uh, the uh, fucking guy is like, or Corey's like, ah, well, that's like, I'll just bring her, and we'll be fine. And this is the point where I expected him to go. Well, if I can't bring her, I'm just gonna go ahead and stay here. And they, that's so what's gonna happen, obviously. And then instead, Allenby walks up to Alicia and shoots her in the goddamn fucking face. And her face explodes. And then she's like, Kari, 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 like going in the fucking shock or something, like robot shock. Her memory's being deleted, basically. She's dying. She's robot dying. Robot dying. Um, I guess it hurt 
a real bit. <laughs> so then it just ends. And I wish I had an ending because I wish the episode had an ending. But you have to just assume he went with them back to Earth. What I would have done is been like, hey, can we just remove the head where the memory's stored or get wherever the memory's stored and just bring that back and I can get a new fuckbot and we can move on from there. But he get 20 minutes is enough time to cut off a head or take out a chip or something. Like, do it on the way back while you're carrying it. I don't know. There's so much time you can easily get this done. Um, so that's the end of the episode. And you're just kind of like, oh, all right. No ending. That's fine. Well, it's a fine episode. I like it. Uh, it's kind of boring, but it's interesting premise because I like Jack Wharton a lot. And it's it's like, what would you do? Would you stay or would you go? I would totally go because one's Earth and one's an asteroid in that is Death Valley, basically. It's a fucking hot-ass place. You can't do anything. You, you're, you're sweating. You're basically, when you jerk off, you're using your own sweat as lube, and that's got to chafe. That's no fun. Even the fucking sex bot's got to be sweating. Shit's so fucking hot. So basically, fuck that place. Fuck it up its dumb ass. Um, this is all I can really say. But yeah, this episode is over. And um, yeah, it's kind of like a oh feeling. And that's what I'm going to leave you with. And just keep in mind that this show's on Netflix and it's free. And this is kind of a boring episode. But I like it. I, I like this episode. But if you didn't, I'm sorry. I didn't make the episode. I just made the review, which is also short. So I'm kind of kind of letting you off easy. Um, I didn't really say a whole lot of swear words. Um, cunt, I guess, would be one that comes to mind. So, you know, cunt, that's fine. I'll, I'll let you have that. Um, I really am off the rails, huh? Um, yeah, check out the show. Subscribe on YouTube to it. Um, LAW for everything, LAW podcast or Loitering Wonderland and everything, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, figure it out. Go to loiteringwonderland.com and it's all there. It's all posted there. And uh, goodbye, citizens of Twilight Zone. <laughs>